Welcome to the Somos Church Podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio and Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen. Happy 4th of July uh, weekend. So glad you decided uh, to join us. Uh, if you're here, it's because you didn't have a cool trip uh, planned out. Uh, I hope that you're not feeling like you're missing out as you scroll on, uh, you know, your social medias, looking at everyone in places. Uh, but we're, we're genuinely glad that you're here uh, with us. And as we're celebrating, uh, you know, this, this uh weekend and 4th of July. I just wanted to start today by praying for our country. Uh, if you don't mind joining me in prayer, God, we thank you so much for this beautiful nation, God. We thank you so much for the impact that you've had throughout so many years, Lord, the blessing that this country has been to so many other nations, Lord. And I just pray, God, that today you would bless our country, that you would lead our country back to you, Lord. I pray that you would speak to our politicians, our government officials, our president, Lord. We pray that you would just speak to them and guide them, Lord, like never before, God. We pray that we would see our nation turning back to you. We just thank you so much for everything that you have done, but we're expecting for the future, God, that our nation has and the impact you're going to have in it. In Jesus' name, come on, can you say with me, amen, amen. and amen. Can you look to someone around you, tell them you look good today. You look good. Uh, every month, every month, we have a brand new series, a brand new topic, and I'm really excited for the series we are jumping in this month. Uh, it is the art of hearing. Someone say the arts of hearing. The art of hearing. This subject is super important and crucial for our lives. Uh, if you don't believe me, ask anyone around you how important it is for you to hear them out, right? It is super important. And obviously, we're talking specifically about the art of hearing God. And I believe this is going to be impactful for our lives and for what God wants to do in us and through us. But hearing is so important. It's so crucial. And, and honestly, hearing God, uh, it is an art. It is an art. It is the hearing effectively is the foundation of communication. It is an art. It's not math. Math is one plus one equals two. There's no formula in hearing God's voice, but it's genuinely an art. It is something that has no confinement. It's something to be discovered. It's something that we experience, but hearing is so important. Uh, I don't know how many of you remember, uh, especially the seasoned uh, people here in the room, uh, old. <laughs> uh, but once upon a time, there was no iPhones, Androids, GPS. Uh, and, and when you were going to take a, a road trip, that was crazy, okay? So I grew up 
uh, in a Mexican family. I am Mexican. And in my family, I was the only one that could speak English as a kid. So whenever we were going to take a road trip, I knew that that meant I was going to translate everything for the next you know, whatever day. So I remember just stressing out as we knew we were going to go on road trips. But back in the day, there was no GPS. And you had to go to gas stations and buy these massive maps. Remember the maps? And they had all the states, you know, in the maps. And, you know, you would open up the big map as someone was driving. And it was a whole adventure. And you needed to follow that map to get to your destination, right? So you think, okay, because you were, you got to the city, but then how do you get to the hotel? Now think about it, okay, no GPS, right? So you would get to the city and you would rely 100% on the GPS of that era, which was gas stations. You would go to gas stations, anyone? Yeah, you would go to gas stations and the guys working there, they were your GPS. Now, picture this. I'm a 10, 12-year-old kid asking for directions. And I, I'm scarred. I just have to tell you, I was scarred, man. Because, But God turns all things for good, right? Because that's where I developed the art of hearing. Because you needed to ask them, uh, you know, where is this hotel? And they would go on. And some, somehow everyone knew where everything was back in the day. I don't know how that happened. But I just remember you would go, you would ask, and they would go. You take a left right here, and then you took, take two, you know, two rights on this, you know, next street. And then when you see a palm tree, you turn left. And then you'll see a dude, and you'll turn five miles ahead. That's where your destination is. I'm telling you, I had to develop the art of hearing because you don't only have to like hear the sound waves. You had to hear, lean in, pay attention, memorize, even things that didn't make sense because they would say crazy stuff. Oh, you'll see a dude on this corner. That's where you turn. And, and it doesn't make sense, but you had to trust that what he was saying was true. It didn't make sense, but as you were driving and following the instructions, you would see a dude there and you would turn left and it all worked out, right? But I developed the art of hearing, the art of hearing effectively. You know, it's not only hearing, but it is in the paying attention it isn't the memorizing. It is in the obeying and following things that don't make sense that the art of hearing is effective. Now, hearing God's voice is one of the most important things that we need to develop as followers of Jesus. It is the most crucial thing that we need to develop. John chapter 10, verse 27, this is Jesus speaking. He says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. One of the things that differentiates us as followers of Jesus is this ability for us to hear his voice. Why sheep? I don't know. Don't ask me, okay? I'm like, the ability to hear his voice. As followers of Jesus, we need to develop this ability. 
How do we effectively follow Jesus? By hearing his voice. I just pray that through this month that we're going uh, through this series, that you would just lean in and be intentional in this development of this art. You know, one of the most common questions I get is, how do you hear God's voice? Is it a sound from heaven? Do you see him in the sky? Like, how do you hear God's voice? How do I know God speaking? And honestly, it is an art. So let's define art, okay? Art, it is a skill acquired by experience, study, or observation, an occupation requiring creativity, knowledge, or skill. The reality is that to... to, to develop this art of hearing God's voice, it requires time. It requires time to master. It requires experience, study, observation, creativity, knowledge, and skill. It's not a formula. It is an art. It takes time. It takes consistency. It takes awareness. Hearing God's voice is an art. And it takes time, but it is worthwhile. Just think about this. Imagine, just think about God guiding your life through his voice. God guiding your every step. It is worthwhile. You know, this month, as we jump into this, I want to encourage you to take this on as an experiment to develop this skill because it is worthwhile. So, Uh, Stay with me here, here, here. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Hear, this is God speaking. He is commanding us. He's telling us, hey, hear. Now, for some of my uh, teachers here in the room, you might say hear and listening are two completely different things. Yes, but whenever you study the original context in which this was written, you will find that when God is saying hear, it means more than just one definition. In fact, I'm no expert, uh, you know, in, 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 in the original, but I just want to show you this because it is important because we're establishing the foundation for this month in the art of hearing God's voice, okay? So when God says hear, the definition of that in the original, it's the word is something along the lines of shama, okay? Say with me, shama. Something like that, okay? Uh, but, but this word, what it means, it is to hear, to listen, to obey, to perceive by ear, to hear with attention or interest, to yield, to obey. So throughout this series, as we hear, as we hear the word hear, as we listen to the word hear, This is what it means. God is saying, hear, listen, perceive by ear, yield, lean in. Not only that, but our most favorite one, obey. When God says hear, it's not only hear my words, listen my words, pay attention. It is also obedience. So 
God tells us here, the Lord is one. There's only one God. Love the Lord your God with all your, your heart, your soul, your strength. God is saying, listen to this. Pay attention to this. Submit your life unto this. Pay attention and follow me. God commands us to hear. Why? Because he wants to lead us into beautiful places in our lives, into beautiful things in our lives. The second question that I typically or common that I always hear, number one is how do I hear God's voice? And the second one, it's interesting, it's always something along the lines of direction for life. I am in between this. I'm in between that. I need to make a decision. I'm at a crossroads. I am confused in this area. Those are the, the, the main things that I always listen to. And I just want to encourage you that in life, you don't have to live confused. You don't have to live life in a limbo and just, man, is it right? Is it left? If we develop this beautiful art of hearing God's voice, He will lead your life. He will guide your life. So don't settle for living your life confused. He wants to guide you. God wants to guide you. The question is, are we willing to be guided by Him? God wants to guide you in every area of life. The question is, are we willing? Are we willing to be led by God? You know, I hear people saying, you know, man, I'm, I'm praying every day. I'm reading the Bible every day. I'm listening to podcasts every day. I'm, and I'm just, I still can hear God. And I get you. And it's an art again. I'm not saying all of this is, but generally, what was the last thing that God spoke to you? And have you obeyed that last word? Because when God says, hear, it means to hear, to listen, to pay attention, and to obey. And so often, we want God to speak, but the question is, are we willing to be led by God? You know, one of my most favorite uh, scriptures in the Bible, and I've preached about it several times, and I just find it fascinating, right? Because it is this important man that comes to Jesus and says, hey, what is the most important Thing. What is the most important commandment? Mark chapter 12, verse 29. Jesus says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. The, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second one is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. And it's crazy to me. I've preached about this verse so many times, and I've never seen the here. I have never seen the hear. God is saying, hear, hear, listen, pay attention, lean in. God wants for us to develop this ability of hearing him effectively. Hearing God is the most important thing that you would develop in your life. It makes a difference. Hearing God's voice makes all the difference. I don't know how many of you in life, you look at the chaos in the world. And you look at the chaos in the world and you just think, man, could it be that the world needs to just hear God's word? 
I don't know how many of you, you see the pain in our country or a tragedy happens in our country and you just wonder, could it be, could it be that that our country needs God's voice. You see the confusion and the next generation and, and you just think, man, they, they just need to hear God's voice. And it's so easy to look at the bigger things in life and say, is God's voice and guidance that this needs or they need. But what about our lives? What about our lives? Could you look at the fear in your life and just, could it be? The, the fear in your life needs God's voice. When you look at the insecurity in your life, could it be that it needs God's voice, God's guidance? When you look at the sin in your life, could it be that it needs God's voice? It's easy, you know, to point at these bigger tragedies, but what about the ones that we live every day? What about those areas that needs God's guidance? What about our marriages, our singleness, our families, our parenting, are the decisions that we need to make? Could it be that we need to hear God's voice? Could it be that it is time for us to develop the art of hearing God? It's important, it is crucial, but if we want to develop this art, we need to be aware that some of us, I'm just saying some of us, or maybe at another church, I don't know. Some of us, we think that we know it all. And, and it might be vocally or it might be subconscious, but we live our lives like we know it all. And we, when we live our lives like we know it all, it's so hard for us to hear. For, for some others, we just have such a critical spirit. We walk into any room and we start, you know, pointing at absolutely all the different things that are wrong. And we go into a party and you come out of the party and you start talking critically about the party, critically about something or someone. You go to Chick-fil-A and you criticize the meal like if you were uh, at a five-star restaurant, you know, you criticize the service at the taco stand, it's like, what, you're a taco stand, you know, what's there? Like, we, some of us, we're so critical. And that critical spirit stops us from hearing God effectively. Some of us, it's our judgment. We judge everything for some, is our analytical mind. And I just want to encourage you for this month, can you allow yourself to hear God? Just for this month, can I just challenge you and encourage you? Can, can you be intentional in turning down the volume of your criticism? For this month, just for this month, turn down the volume of your judgment, of your analytical mind. Turn down this one, maybe not for the whole month, but maybe for your life that you think you know it all. You know, just turn it down a little. Turn it down, and as you turn the volume down on the criticism, the know-it-all, all of these different things, you will be able to hear God loud and clear. Can, can this month be a month that you go after hearing God? You know, God's heart, God's heart is for us to hear. 
God's heart is for us to hear. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 3 says, Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised David. And I pray that you sense God's heart in this. God's heart is he come with your ears wide open. I want to I lead you into life. I want to lead you into an everlasting covenant. Can you sense his passion and love? His heart is for you to hear. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things you have not known. God's heart is for his children to hear his voice. He longs for this beautiful relationship with you. You know, today, uh, I pray that as you leave here, you, you have an understanding that, you know, today is the introduction Sunday, uh, that hearing God's voice is important, that hearing God is an art, and that hearing God is his heart. And I want to give you three practical things, okay? Three practical things of how do we grow in the art of hearing? Three important things that next week Beatrice is going to tell you how to hear God's voice audibly, okay? Uh, yeah, you can laugh. Okay, that was a joke. <laughs> no, but we'll give some practical components in hearing God's voice and develop it. I want to give you today three important things uh, for us to grow. What it requires for us to grow. Uh, and hearing God's voice. So number one, uh, it requires consistency. So first, as we are developing this beautiful art, it requires consistency. Like any important thing in life, like anything worthwhile in this world, it requires consistency. It requires time. It requires commitment to develop this. And, and again, not only in the hearing and listening and the leaning in and obeying and 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 i want to encourage you that consistency okay consistency is proven not in the big things but consistency it's proving in the everyday little things so often we pray the big prayers right like god tell me if it's this career or that career. God, tell me if it's this country or that country. Tell me if I need to marry her or her. Like God, like we go to God, to the big things. And again, it's an art. She can speak to you about those. But what I have found in life is that God wants to speak to us in the everyday little things. In the everyday little things is where consistency is proven. I encourage you for this month, go to God every morning. God, speak to me. Guide me. Lead me. It's in the little things. You know, a month ago or so, I was praying this to God. God, speak to me and speak to me, and I want to hear you and guide me and lead me. And, and I shared this story, right, that uh, there's a red light here around the church online. Don't judge me, okay? Uh, <laughs> there's this red light here, and every single morning that I would come uh, to church, I would see that red light as green, uh, and I would just pass it every single day. 
since I remember, you know. And I was praying this prayer. Some of the, I see your judge. I feel the judgment. It was every day, you know, every single day. And one day I'm driving in the morning and the red light's there. And, and, and I just sense God. I have this impression from God saying, stop. And it's like 7.45 a.m. or something like that. And, and I stop. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like, there's no cars anywhere. Like, I always just run this light. Is this voice me or is this God? You know? <laughs> and I just sense it was God. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to trust. It doesn't make sense that I need to stop at a red light, right? Uh, it's just this one, okay? Don't, it just for some reason, it's just this one, okay? And, and, I, and I just stop and I think for sure an 18-wheeler is just going to like foam out of nowhere, you know? God's saving me from that. And I stop and nothing happens. And I'm like, okay, at least I obeyed God and heard his voice, right? So consistency is the little things over time, right? So from that point till today, every single time that I hit that light, I just hear God stop. Every single time. I'm like, God, this is only for, if I'm running, running late to a meeting, I'm, I've been stopping. Why? Because consistency is developed through the little things. As you pray, God, lead me every day. I want to hear your voice. As you ask God to speak to you, that you want to develop the art of hearing God's voice, he's going to tell you some things that might not make sense. But consistency is proven in the everyday little things. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Consistency in the little things. If you wonder how do you hear God's voice, one practical thing that it is true from now and forever is that you hear God's voice through his word. His word is written. It is there as you go to God's word. Faith will come and you will hear God's voice. And as you're consistent in that, you will develop this beautiful art of hearing God. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way you walk in it when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. God wants to guide our everyday lives. Can we allow ourselves to be guided in this way? Number two. Number two, how do we uh, hear God's voice? Why? What are some things that we need to develop? So number one, it is, number one, it requires consistency. Number two, it is complex. Okay, so we need to understand that hearing God's voice requires consistency. Number two, it is complex. Hearing God's voice is complex for a million reasons why you're talking about God speaking to mankind, God speaking to us. How do we hear him? How do we effectively hear? It is complex. It is an art. It is abstract. There's no confinement. He can speak audibly. I believe that. And he speaks through silence. He speaks through his word. And he speaks through any other book in the like. He, if God wants to speak, he will speak. It is an art 
It is complex, but one of the things that makes it so complex, it's not God, it's us. Because there's so many different voices that we have in our mind. We have the voice of the past. We have the voice of shame. We have the voice of regret. We have the voice of our parents. We have the voice of the enemy. We have a whole lot of voices. So how do you hear God's voice? It is complex. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things. Say with me. The human heart. It is the most deceitful of all things. I sense some resistance. You, 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 you're going to make me bring the X. <laughs> the human heart is deceitful. Just think about your ex. You thought it was it. Your heart told you this is it. But the human heart is deceitful. And the Bible adds, desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Our, our heart is complex, is tricky, is deceitful. It, it, it'll lead you into what's bad. Even if you want to do what it's good, your heart and my heart is so deceitful. I need that brand new car. I feel God telling me that I need to get that car. It's not God. It's that you want to impress your parents and your neighbors. And you're willing to obey that impression and get in debt for five years that God knows what interest just to impress. And we convince ourselves our heart is deceitful. Our heart is deceitful that you see someone on Instagram and TikTok and if you're single, you're like, oh, I think that's God leading me to her or to him. No, it's not God. It is your flesh and your lust, okay? It's not God. The human heart is deceitful. The human heart is deceitful. It'll lead us. It'll trick us into going and attaining things that we don't need that are going to be harmful for us. So it is complex. It requires hearing God, requires a level of awareness of knowing that I am, my heart is deceitful. So I need to filter God's voice through many different layers. Like hearing God's voice, it is a skill that uses our minds, our thoughts. It uses our heart, our emotions, our spirit, our imagination, our conscious, our subconscious, our thoughts, our creativity. It requires the Bible. There's all of these beautiful different elements. So it's so easy to deceive ourselves. So we need to learn and become aware that it is complex. So every single time I sense a word, I need to filter that word through different layers. Or, okay, is this really God? Is it me? Is it insecurities? Is it fear? Is it parents? Is it, what is it, God? Filter it out and always a great filter. It's God's word, okay? Uh, that's why, because it's complex, that's why consistency is so important. Because it is through consistency that, that the more that you're putting in God's word, the more that you're tuning into God, the more that you're putting in, the old passes away and the new comes. 
the more that you put God's word in you and that you sense his heart, that you sense his words, where he's coming, the more that you are familiar with him and who he is, the more that your thoughts become his thoughts. The more that your desires, they start to change. That's why consistency is so important because it is complex. Psalms 51 verse 10 this beautiful prayer, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. It is complex, so God, renew me, change me, make me born again. Number three, number three, it is through companionship. How do we develop this art? It is through consistency. It is it is complex. We need to be aware of that. And number three, it is through companionship. The more that you spend time with someone, you start to develop trust. You get to know them. And, and I don't know how many of you have this or has happened that you know someone so well that whenever you hear when someone's saying something, you know how they're feeling. You know if they had breakfast or not. You know if they've had coffee or not. Like when you get to know someone so well, you just know them. You just know them. The more and more time you spend with someone, the more you know everything, their body language. Everything speaks when you know someone. Even the silence speaks loud when you know someone. You might see, I see my, my wife, you know, and I can see her sometimes silence. And her silence can speak to me based on how I know her, that she needs space, that she is mad, that she's hungry, that she is, you know, peaceful. The same silence can speak 10 different ways. Why? Because I know her. So when it comes to God, the more that you spend time with him, the more that he becomes your companion, the more that you start hearing him in many different ways. You get to know his voice and it is beautiful and it's profound and it never ends. There's always more and more that you learn. I don't know how many of you also, whenever you're, you, someone texts you and you read their text, you hear their voice as you're reading their text. The, the same thing happens with God. When you start reading God's word and you're spending time with him in prayer and in worship and the more that you become his friend and that you allow him to be your companion, it's beautiful because as you read the word, you hear his heart. You hear his voice. If you're single today, can I encourage you that you have a beautiful gift of time? You have the beautiful gift of just allowing him to be your whole companion. And it's not like because some married people here are like, oh, I don't have that. No, but I'm just saying as a single person, so so many times you, you dread singleness, but singleness is really beautiful because you have the opportunity to find him in a special way. My wife and I, when we were both single, we, we were, will both tell you the same thing in our singleness. We were single for five years and, and God became our companion. We would spend hours getting to know him and talking to him and journaling and reading his word. It's like 
He became our companion. He, he fulfilled my desires. I got to know him. And in marriage, it's the same thing. You can't have a, a relationship, an effective relationship, if you don't have the relationship that's more important, fulfilling everything. If he fulfills everything, if he's your companion, all your relationships will be smooth because you are hearing his voice and he will guide you. And I just encourage you for just for, for this month, if you will, get to know him as your friend. Spend time with him. Develop that trust. Get to know who he is. John chapter 14, verse 26 says, The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. God's heart is for companionship. To the point that he didn't only send his son Jesus, but he said, let me send you my Holy Spirit. So that he can live not only all around you, but that he can live on the inside of you. So that the Holy Spirit brings into remembrance the words, what he has spoken. God wants to guide our everyday life and it is through this relationship with God through the Holy Spirit that you're aware of his words and I just love this that he points us always back to him this morning as you were waking up you just had this sense of like today I'm going to go to church maybe this is what you do maybe it's not what you do but you just you just felt I need to go to church I want to go to church I want to serve I want to go I want to attend I want to worship I want to learn Whatever your mind was coming here today, the Holy Spirit was the one that was pointing you to that. In life, when, you, when you're doing life and you just have this sense, man, I need to pray. That's a Holy Spirit. That's a Holy Spirit in you telling you, hey, it's time to pray. When you said yes to Jesus for the first time, it was you, but the Holy Spirit was there saying, hey, it's time to say yes. When you surrender your life, when you said yes to serving and volunteering, when you said yes to, to, to giving, when you said yes to submitting your life to Him, it was the Holy Spirit speaking to you. So God's in you. God's all around you. It's just a matter through consistency, knowing it's complex, and knowing, knowing, knowing that it takes this beautiful relationship know that he's right there and he is every day every single day he's guiding you pointing you towards him he won't force you to say yes because that would take away all the elements of a relationship but he will do everything to try to orchestrate this beautiful life for you to know that you're loved that you're wanted that he's passionate you and it all takes us to submit ourselves to that beautiful whisper and voice and developing the art of just saying okay God, okay as you stand today and we pray uh, I want to pray for you and as we're learning and developing this art you know I just want you to know that 
at church, every time that we say close your eyes, uh, it's not because closing your eyes has magic power. It's because closing your eyes tunes everything out. It tunes out all distractions and you're able to tune in more effectively. During worship, you'll see some people with their eyes closed and that's the same thing. It's tuning other things out so that we can hear him and sense him. So right now as we pray, can I invite you to close your eyes? Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are right here. Thank you that you know every single one of our needs. You know all of our problems, all of our desires. You know everything we're going through. You know every single circumstance, God. And I just thank you that today you're doing something. You're speaking in some way, shape, or form. Holy Spirit, I pray if there's anyone in this room that has never given their life to follow you, or they did at some point and they just backed away from faith, God. And today they have this prompting in their spirit, in their heart to say yes to you, to follow you. God, I pray that you would speak to them. And if today you want to give your life to Jesus, today you want to surrender to him. If today you want to say yes to him, to follow him, to save you, save you from hell, save you from sin, save you from yourself and bring you to this beautiful life that he has for you where the old has passed away and the new has come. If today that's the day for you, can you just raise your hand up to heaven as a sign of surrender? Holy Spirit, we invite you and I pray God that as we make this decision, Lord, that we would just hear you every single day in all areas, Lord. Be the Lord of our lives. God, I pray for every single person in this room. I pray that in the middle of some decisions that need to be made, God, that you would come and that you would speak. I pray for a new desire and passion to hear your voice, to hear your guidance, to be led by you in every single area of our lives. And I just pray that as we do that, God, that we will just be amazed by your promises, your beauty, and all the things that you have for us, your children, God. And we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in us and through us. And in Jesus' name we pray. Can we all say amen, and amen, and amen. Hey, family, thank you so much for joining us. I pray this was helpful, and uh, I'm really excited to see what God's going to do in the next month. As a church community, we're leaning in and learning how to hear God effectively in our lives. Uh, Also, just for you to know, our coffee shop is now upstairs uh, in our lobby, so if you want to grab some coffee, it's right up there. Love you all. Have an incredible holiday weekend. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you, and we hope you have an amazing day.